0: what is up heavenly brothers and sisters i'm your host Jax, and welcome to reach podcast the podcast where we are constantly reaching for god's hand so have you ever been in a situation where you are like how did i end up here how's this happening to me you was my man you was my friend you betrayed me like i didn't even know like how'd you do that you was like a ninja Well, that's what happens when we just chat and we don't move in silence. And the thing is this world conditions us to chat, to express ourselves, to talk about things, to get to a point of feeling comfortable so we could just talk about our lives. But not in every situation, that's ideal. That's not the right thing to do even though the world says otherwise. So previously we were talking about pain is pretty. And we were talking about the story of Job. And we were talking about suffering and why pain can be really beautiful, can be pretty. Because in those moments of suffering, of confusion, where we don't know what to do, where to go, God comes through and give us clarification. And he gives us understanding and he lets us know like, Wow, God, like you are really just. Like the stuff that you do makes sense. Even though for us it may not make sense, but eventually, guys, like, look, and we're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And that's why Job was like, in the bad times, I'ma praise you. In the good times, I'ma praise you. Not for the things you do, but for who you are. This week, we are going to be talking about moving in silence. And we're gonna focus on Samson. Now Samson is known to be the strongest character in the Bible. But Samson didn't know how to move in silence. Samson was like the epitome of not moving in silence. This man did the opposite of that, you know phrase. So let's talk about some background with Samson. Samson was this big, strong man with really long hair. But what was Samson's purpose? Samson was a gift to the Israelites from God. And you're probably like, how is he a gift? Well, because the Israelites were doing what they are famously known for doing. Not listening to God and disobeying him. They already happened part one. Part one, you had them in the desert. God's like, I'm going to free you from the Egyptians. And you got to go to the promised land. But the Israelites were disobeying God, doing things that God said don't do. They were doing. God was like, consequence is 40 years. We're back again with part two. And this time I'm doing it again, disobeying God, not listening. God's like, consequence, the Philistines. And like, hold up, the Philistines? (laughs) Wait, you said the Philistines? He was like, yeah, I said the Philistines. They're going to have captivity over you and being in control of you because you guys just don't want to listen to me. And they're like, oh my gosh, like, no, like, that's not, no, God, please forgive us. And I was like, I've been trying to tell you, but y'all just think I'm a joke. So I need to show you that I'm serious when I say something. But God loved his children so much that he was like, listen, I love you guys too much. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to give you a gift, which was Samson. Now, Samson was born to Moad and his wife. So one day. Moel's wife is just doing what she's doing and she meets an angel and the angel's like hey like i'm an angel of god i can't even tell you you're gonna have a son and she was excited she was thrilled because she was trying to have a kid for a while and to hear that an angel of god told her that she's gonna have a kid like she was excited but she also knew that her husband wanted to see an angel she runs back and she's like hey Moel, babe I met an angel, he told me we're going to have a kid The kid's name's going to be Samson Like, let's get excited He's like, oh my goodness, like, yes, yes, yes But I want to meet the angel too Like, that's not fair, you got to meet him I've been feeding to meet one So he goes with his wife And behold There's the angel again, the angel's like, hey Like, you're Moad You're going to be the pops to this kid named Samson I think the wife told you, but I'm going to tell you again You're going to be the father to Samson but God told me to tell you something. God told me there's three things Samson can't do. He can't drink heavy drinks, which is like alcohol. He can't cut his hair, and he can't be around dead bodies. And they're like, okay, got it, comprehended. Well, Samson grows up, and Samson is like, I want a woman. I want to get married. And the parents are like, okay, great. Like, you're around the age. Let's do it. He's like, but... um. I want her to be a Philistine woman. They're like, (laughs) what'd you say? They're like, yeah, I want her to be a Philistine woman. And they're like, out of all the women in our community that you could have chose, you chose a Philistine woman. Why? And he was like, I mean, you guys might see them as bad people, but I think they're good. That is where we come into the first subtopic in moving to silence, having discernment. We must not rely on our own understanding. And the Bible talks about that too. It talks about in Proverbs 2.12, where it says we must seek for wisdom and wisdom alone, because wisdom is a key factor into helping our discernment. See, because when we don't have wisdom, we don't ask God to give us discernment. We can't like figure out what could be actually good and what can actually be bad or what could be disguised as good but be bad right well, samson's like yeah like i think that's the good choice let's go Philistine And his parents are like okay i guess like that's what you want to do your kid i guess so they go on to the philistine territory of this of his first so-called wife and on his way there he sees a lion and the lion comes up to him And he breaks open the lion with his bare hands. Now, if you know Samson, and it's a famous name, like he's a famous character, you know that scene where he rips open the lion in half with his bare hands is very famous. Like, that's one of the things he's known for. So that happens, and he goes about, goes about his time. Comes back, he sees a lion right there, and he sees Honey in the lion. He's like, um... I mean, honey's good. Let me just eat some up. And he just scoops it all out. Mind you, the angel of God told his parents that he cannot be around a dead body. What does he do? Guess around a dead body. And it's like, okay, you guys, strike one. He gets back and they're getting ready to plan the wedding. But he's like, I want to tell my guests a riddle. Yeah, let's have fun. I'm going to tell them a riddle. He goes, guest, I'm going to tell you a riddle. If you get it right i'm gonna give you a prize if you get it wrong you guys owe me the prize and the prize was 30 linens and 30 garments and they're like okay cool like we get getting free clothes like this sounds great okay but they the philistines didn't know how to play fair that wasn't like a thing that they did so they go and they are like hey you're Moab's wife my focus they go hey you're samson's wife and Told to be. She's like, yeah, They're like, since you are people, you better get us the answer. If not, we killing you and your father. And she's like, oh, my goodness, like, okay, okay, like, I'm I'm going to go get it. She goes, she goes, hey, Samson, like, what is the answer to the riddle? And he's like, <laughs> I didn't even tell my parents. Why do you think I'm going to tell you? And the woman was stunned to speak. She was like, I mean, I thought you liked me. Like, why are you not telling me? She tries again. He doesn't tell her she tries again he doesn't tell her for the fourth time she tries and he's like okay the answer to the riddle is he tells her. she goes around being a little city girl now for those that don't know what a city girl is a city girl is a woman that only cares about in the sense like a self-interest type of thing like doing what's best for her regardless of the consequences regardless of the cause she goes around being a little city girl and she runs, and she's like, hey, Philistine guys, I got the answer. Please don't kill me and my dad. This is the answer. Come the day of the big reveal of the answer, Samson's like, hmm, <laughs> who got the answer? And they respond. And they're like, the answer is, they respond. And Samson's stunned. He's like, oh, wow, my wife did me like that? All right? And we're not even married yet? Soon to be, all right? So he gets mad, he gets so mad, he's like, you know what? No, that's not happening. I'm gonna go get back my clothes. He goes, gets back his clothes and kills 30 men. When he comes back, his wife been dipped and got with the new man. And he was like, oh, the city girl. She was really on timing. She was like, I did what I had to do. I'm chilling. I'm fine. I didn't really like him that much, but me and my dad are alive, so that's all I care about. So the men here that He killed 30 men from their community. Well, those other men get tight. And they're like, oh, you want to kill our people? We're going to kill your wife and her father. And boom, they kill her. He gets even more mad. He's like, oh, y'all going to do me like that? Okay. He gets petty, which is an issue. When you don't have discernment and situations happen and you get tight, you become petty he takes three foxes takes their tails ties them together and burns on fire and the fox are going rampant all throughout the crops and it kills like all their crop area and they're like okay i guess we're doing that now you're gonna be petty samson just gets even more tight like now samson starts to drink which is another thing that's one of and he gets even more tight he's like Wow, how could they do this to me? And he just kills a thousand men just with his strength. And the Philistine people were like, Oh, this guy is no joke. That's not okay. We gotta get rid of him. But he's too strong, and we're not strong enough as him. We gotta figure out how is he strong. So introduces the famous, introduces I mean, we introduce (laughs) the famous woman, Delilah. Hmm. Delilah was known as the baddie of the Philistines. Now for the word baddie, the slang word to say she was fire. She was was the it girl. And they're like, hey, Delilah, we're going to give you money. If you could figure out why Samson is so strong. And she was like, hmm, you're going to pay me. Okay, great. Cool. I'll get it for you. So Samson sees Delilah and, like, he falls in love with her. He was like, wow, like, my first wife did me but she's dead. So, but, oh, Delilah, she's pretty, like, let me try again with the Philistine woman. Again, ever, lacking of discernment, lacking of wisdom, he already saw that the first time he messed with the Philistine person, it went bad. Now he's going again for it. Like, so he sees Delilah. Delilah's like, hey, like, you're mad strong, you're mad attractive, but i want to know like why are you so strong how are you so strong and he jokes around with her because he was a jokester like he liked making jokes making riddles he goes okay so the reason why i'm strong is if you tie like seven fresh bowstrings around my body i won't be able to break free Like that's, that's one of my weaknesses. Like that's what will restrict me. So Delilah is like, oh really? Okay, cool, cool. And she goes to the Philistine people and she's like, okay, he's strong. And the only way to restrict him is if you tie him with fresh bowstrings. So while he's sleeping, they sneak in, they tie him. And she wakes him up and she's like, hey, Samson, the Philistine people are coming. And he breaks free. And she's like, and the Philistine men are like, but didn't he tell you? She was like, that's what I thought. She goes again. She was like, why'd you do me like that? I thought that was the real reason. He was like, no, it's not. But let me tell you what the real, real reason is. If you put my hair to one of those fabric machines, trust me, it, like I won't be able to break free. And that's my real weakness. That's my real weakness. And she's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So while he's sleeping, the Philistine man come again and put his hair through one of those like fabric machines, like those really old ones in the day. They're made out of wood and they do that. All of a sudden, she goes, hey, Samson, the Philistine people are coming. He wakes up, breaks free. And again, they're like, "Okay." at this point, he's just lying to you. So you better figure it out. And she's like, Samson, why are you doing me like this? I thought you loved me. I thought you liked me. I thought you wanted to be with me. Why don't you trust me? Tell me the truth. And he, like, starts feeling bad because he actually does have feelings for Delilah. Like, she's pretty, like, she has characteristics, I guess, that he liked. His parents didn't understand it. Again, because they're Philistine people. But he was father for her. So he was like, okay, okay, I guess. I'm going to tell you the truth. The real reason why. I'm strong is because of my hair. Now, if you were to cut my hair, I would lose all my strength. And she's like, are you sure this time? He's like, yeah, I'm positive. Like, you're right. I should tell you the truth. Samson goes to sleep and they shave his whole head off. The Philistine people come in and shave his whole head off. She goes, Samson, the Philistine people are coming and his strength is gone and he isn't able to rebel against the Philistine. And she was like, oh, so he was being serious. It's his hair. Samson's now in the state in front of a huge coliseum. He's tied up and he's just, you know, speaking out to God in like a remorse sense, like Lord, kind of also too confused. Like, how did I end up in this position? Like, how is this happening to me? Like all these questions. And he's like, but God, if this is like my final destiny, like if this is how it's going to be, I ask that your strength come before me and be like unleashed and that this whole Colosseum collapse. And that's exactly what happened. So that when we look at this story, we're like, okay, what can we learn from this? How does that involve moving in silence? I told you that the first thing in moving in silence is you gotta have discernment. You gotta ask God for a discernment. The second thing is you have to have wisdom and understanding and God tells us, do not lack on your wisdom and understanding. For you alone don't have like enough understanding. That's why God's like, let me help you. I know best, I made you. But there's times where we're like, no, 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 God, like, I know best, I'm smart enough, I got enough wisdom, I've been through enough experience, I gotta figure it out. God's like, just let me do it for you, like I made you. And that's why it says, um, you know, in Proverbs, it talks a lot about wisdom. I recommend reading Proverbs 212 and 219, because in two nineteen it says wisdom and understanding be in your sight have wisdom and understanding in your sight meaning like have wisdom and understanding close to you because that will prevent you from situations so the second thing when moving a silence is you gotta have wisdom you gotta have understanding but the third thing is you can't be going around sharing things that god has done with you and that's very important because When you go out sharing things about you, you do not know who has your best interests. And for the majority of the part, many people don't like you. Many people have bad intentions towards you. And even Christian people. People think like, oh, but they're Christian, they can't. No. Just because you were on Team Jesus doesn't prevent you from having certain bad habits. Differences with the world and being on Team Jesus is that when you become a christian and you have these bad habits over time when you you know open yourself up god helps you get through it but the world they don't seek that the thing is though man is wicked that's why god says in the bible do not trust man for they will deceive you men will deceive you people will deceive you You might think somebody's your best friend you might think somebody has your best interests at heart but really it's a self gain it's a self commodity like it's for me for me and mine and if i gotta hurt you to get what i gotta get i'm gonna do it because that's just how the world works so samson in those last seconds of life that's where you come to see like that's where he figures out and realizes like wow okay yeah like people aren't good people are wicked and it's true people are very wicked people And that's why when I say, like, move with silence is so key for our generation right now, for this world right now. is because there's so much madness happening, so much evil. And there's yet more to come as we get closer to Jesus returning, more madness is going to unleash. But you have to ask God first for discernment. Be like, Lord, help me figure out who I should be around. Who's going to help me get closer to you and who's going to push me away? Have to have understanding. You have to be like, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me understanding to know how to figure out these situations so I do not keep reoccurring these problems. And I do not keep putting myself into these situations that I could prevent. And third, you got to learn how to be quiet when God gives you a blessing, when God gives you a gift. The only time that you share it is when God's like, okay, okay so-and-so share testimony, okay? So-and-so share your gift. But if God didn't tell you share your gift, don't go around being like, hey, I got this and that. Because again, you don't know who is for you, who is against you. Only God knows that. And we tend to think, like I said, I know best. No, actually you're dirty, you're bad, you're You're good. (laughs) You're good. And that one time we were like, yeah, you're the good one. That could actually be the person that's gonna do us the worst. So what is the whole meaning of moving in silence? The whole meaning of moving in silence is just being selfie, like being quiet, being like a ninja, like you're not going to see me coming when stuff happens. And that's the best thing. That is the best thing because it prevents you from so many things. If Samson knew how to be quiet, if Samson knew not to be petty and not to get overly mad and, you know think before he speak and really process the things that God told him, I mean, told his parents, if he really processed the things that God told his parents and his parents told him, he could have prevented all of this. He could have really found out like people aren't good. People are wicked. But it wasn't until the last second where he was like, oh, wow, people are really bad. And another thing. We live in a generation, like I say, that have city girls, city boys, people that are only interested in their personal gains, people that only care about, in a sense, themselves. Don't surround yourselves with city girls and city boys. If you are a girl, then, you know, you're attracted to a guy. Ask God for discernment because city girls and city boys will only leave you in situations of heartbreak. And calamity And you're like How the heck Did I get here We need To be surrounded by Proverbs 31 Type of women People like Delilah People like Mary Magdalene People like Esther We gotta be surrounded By men like David That go after God's own heart When you surround yourself With people like that That's where you Prevent yourself From a lot of situations Now nevertheless I'm not gonna say Okay Like get yourself Some church friends Because that's A better step up Now also to in a church, there are people that are coming broken and they're getting fixed with. That doesn't mean that they're going to be super saint people and that, oh, well, I have a church friend. They're never going to do me wrong. No, because at the end of the day, they are people. But when you surround yourself with people that are really trying to go after God's heart and really trying to be a better version of themselves and not trying to seek self-gain, that's when you, know, you can prevent yourself from bad stuff happening. So that was today's episode talking about moving to silence. Next episode, episode four, we are going to be talking about you are the scammer. You, yeah, you. You're probably like, Me, like, how the heck am I a scammer? Like, I don't scam, I don't steal. And it's like, Well, might think that, but you are the scammer, but not in the same way that the world says you are the scammer, but that will be episode four to come find out like, how am I the scammer? So tune in again, every Wednesday at 10 30 AM on Apple podcasts, Spotify podcasts on YouTube, subscribe and like and share. And just always know when you are on team Jesus, it might be hard because it's not gonna be easy but god got our back i'ma catch y'all